0: Steel Wars is returning to the Scum and Villainy Cantina on Saturday afternoon March 10th for a special podcast panel commemorating the finale of Star Wars Rebels, the weekend of its conclusion. Join a special expert panel to break down the pros, the cons, the ins and outs of the Ghost Crew and their adventures and react to what will be a controversial finale. And Australia Steel Wars returns to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival for three shows over the Easter long weekend Friday, the 30th of March, Saturday, the 31st of March, and Monday, the 2nd of April. 2 p.m. Tickets for all these shows are available at steelwars.com. <laughs>
1: Hey, you guys, and welcome to the Steel Wars call-in show. I am comedian, Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. And this weekend, Sunday, Monday, we got our first two glimpses of Han Solo. Sorry, sorry, Solo, a Star Wars story. Interestingly enough, I'm into this hashtag business, you know, hashtag content. I enjoy uh, following the hashtags of the world. And I noticed that at Star Wars, the official Star Wars Twitter account, their hashtag is Han Solo, not Solo, which is quite strange when you think they could have just, if that's a better hashtag, why don't you just call the movie Han Solo? Or is there different rules for hashtags and movie titles? Maybe there are. Maybe there are. But... We will be taking your calls on the solo trailer. I am hoping that Arraj is on the line right now. Can you hear me, Arraj? Hello, still, can you hear me? I can hear you, but you have to be able to hear me. What the f- All right. I would tell him to call back in again. His phone. Sorry, you guys. I just posted a, uh, a couple of videos today. I had, uh, for Patreons, there's an extended video of the Han Solo reaction video. Uh, and then just on the normal YouTube, we have got my reaction video and my immediate reactions after seeing it for the first time, sadly by myself, sadly by myself this time. But um, that's what ha- you can't get many people to come around to your house Monday morning to watch a, a Star Wars trailer. That is um, what I have discovered the hard way. But I i thought it hit the mark. It just said to me, hey, we're gonna have a fun, fun adventure with uh, these guys. And while I wait for Arise to uh, call in, I might take uh, a couple calls and see what the crew think. We've got uh, Aaron, how you doing, man? Not
2: too bad, how you doing, Steele?
1: I'm real good. It's Aaron from the OKC. Um, how did you find the uh, the two bits of content for us to devour this weekend? I, uh,
2: I enjoyed them. I feel like... I, I kind of feel like what you said a second ago, that it just needs to be, like, fun. Like, I feel like that needs to be the Han Solo movie. I've heard other people say it, and I, I feel like that's kind of the biggest thing is... The movie needs to kind of just be fun. I mean, we already know these characters. I imagine we'll get some kind of a backstory, but for the most part, I mean, most people know who Han Solo is. Most people know who Lando is. Chewbacca is kind of universal. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think it looks, and I'm the hardest thing for me to get over, and it, it's going to be the biggest hurdle for the movie in general. Is Han Solo is Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is Han Solo, separating the two. I will say Alden looks pretty good, sounds pretty good, other than, like, that last little line that we're fine, we're all fine at the end, which, you know, is a whole thing. But
1: uh, what's the whole thing? What's the whole thing?
2: I just meant, I mean, we're fine, we're all fine here. How are you? It's kind of a reference back to A New Hope. That whole thing. Pretty, pretty subtle. Pretty subtle. It wasn't um Sure, sure. No, no. No, I, I didn't have a problem with that. I think it was more the delivery. The delivery didn't... For some reason, earlier in the trailer, like when he says, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a pilot, best in the galaxy, I'm like, yeah, Han Solo. But I, I, something about the delivery of that line, I think, that sticks with me. But the delivery of that last line, for whatever reason, doesn't, doesn't work for me. But honestly... Like as a whole, I'm excited and I don't think I mean, I know everyone is going to call in tonight about one thing and I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and just I want to be the first person to say, "Yeah, I'm in love with Lando too. He looks beautiful. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Lando's got." I think Donald Glover
1: looks amazing. Some Lando love. Now Aaron, we've been um, – I put up this Twitter poll. I love doing these Twitter polls, you guys. And uh, so far, we've got 522 votes on this one. It's been up for, I don't know, a couple of hours. So, you um, – I'm going to take uh, a, a, a gauge of the, the, the callership. Um, so, after the solo teaser and posters, uh, my hype level for the Han Solo movie is – which one, Aaron? Ridiculously higher, higher, the same, or lower?
2: I would say I would say ridiculously higher. I was I, I going in I was like my Han Solo's always been my guy. Luke Skywalker is your guy. Han Solo's always been my guy. And and the, the biggest thing is no one else can I just no one else can be Han Solo. So that's the hardest hump that I've had to get over, which I think is going to be hard for a lot of people. But so I was kind of like, eh, on the movie. And after the I got The Last Jedi out of the way. After that was kind of like after I've had a chance to breathe, I'm like Yeah. Pardon my French. The there's a there's a Han Solo movie. Come on, the kid that I wanted to be when I grew up. There's a movie about that guy coming out. Yeah, he's had three movies. Whatever, four movies, one that made me cry a lot, but <laughs> but it's that guy. So I'm I, I was I I didn't really I was kind of iffy on it, and then I started coming around after the Last Jedi, and now after seeing the trailer, I'm just like, yes, give me this movie. I'm excited. I think they can do it.
1: All righty. Well, well, first up, I just have to remind everyone that. So watch the uh, watch the language when they call in. We're, we're going for uh, some clean content, but uh, Aaron's very excited. But uh, we'll, I we'll, am uh, very excited. Yeah, leave that there. I'm sure Eric will. Uh, oh, actually, I'm editing this one. Damn you, Aaron! I am really annoyed now. I'm so uh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Hold
2: on. Here, I'll do it. Hold on. Hold on. I'll give you
1: a clean x excre- no, <laughs> no retakes. No retakes. All right. You wait there, Aaron, because I believe we have got our co-host for tonight, Arash from the Sith List, on the line. Are you there, Arash? All right,
3: I am here. Can you guys hear me?
1: We can hear you. Isn't that exciting? That's amazing. What's up, guys? How are you?
2: What's happening, Arash?
1: I, I have How to say, doing, I'm, doing, I'm doing this poll, Arash, with everyone, and I will adapt this poll to this podcast. And now I am. Ridiculously higher, more enthused about this podcast that you've managed to call through. We were having some serious technical issues, and <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm, I've, I have literally never been happier to hear you. Literally. No, that well, that, I that Literally. That, literally. That is, that is from the bottom of my selfish heart. Um, where are you on this uh, solo teaser, Arash? Are you ridiculously higher, oh. higher, the same, or lower?
3: Oh, ridiculously higher, for sure. Ridiculously higher. If I had, if I had a word to uh, describe it, I would say enthusiastic is, is uh, how I see it. I, I'm very, very pleased with the trailer, the teasers. And uh, I, I'm very happy that the Internet hasn't gone crazy. As far as I know, I've been at work all day, but it hasn't gone crazy and hasn't started bagging on, on Alden just yet. So I'm very
1: happy about it. Yeah, I to be um to be honest with you, Raj, because most of the time I do lie to you, so for this time I'm gonna be honest. After yes. the Super Bowl teaser, I was a little bit concerned just that they they hid him the entire time. Do you know what I mean? They didn't right. Right. give you a gauge and I was like yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm just going to hang on to that feeling and, and see, you know, this is a two-part um, play we're seeing here with these two. So I'll, I'll wait to see, um, you know, what today's one brought. And I was I was pretty impressed. I'm feeling it. I'm buying him.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so was I. I was a little worried right when initially you saw him in the beginning, I think that's him in disguise, talking to the Imperial officer. He looked really small and tiny and I was like, wait a minute, uh, this is the complete opposite of what Han's supposed to be. And it kind of hit him throughout the, the first Super Bowl trailer, like you said. Oh, oh. And then at the very end, he just lifts his eyes. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, they're trying to hide him for some odd reason. But today's was just, I, it was great. I love seeing him.
1: Yeah, I, I, I really bought it. Aaron, you're not so, you're not so high on it all. You're a bit more suspicious. Is that right?
2: I uh, just, I mean, honestly, it's just that last line that bugs me. Something about it. I don't know what it is, something about it. But for the most part, I'm, I'm, I'm sold. I mean, I'm going to see it at least three times. Like, I, yeah, you know, I, I'm not the people that they're marketing to. I am, I, I, I bought, I bought three tickets about a year and a half ago when I heard it or whatever. So I'm not the target there. I, I, I hope that the, the trailer kind of, like I said earlier, kind of portrays a fun aspect to it. And I hope that there's – I hope that we get in there and it's just a lot of – I feel like an early Han movie should be fun. I feel like mm-hmm. there should be a lot of action, a lot of – I mean there's got to be – I mean the, the comedy gold between Han and Chewie when they first meet and their early relationships and getting, getting to know each other. That's, that's got to be fantastic. Same with Lando.
1: Hey, I, I've just had a quick glance at the live chat. We, ha- we have a live chat going on Blog Talk Radio if you're listening to, listening to the show live. And Charlie Aspie, Ashby, sorry, my, my buddy from the UK, has just unveiled the, the news, which is news to me, that those paintings or those posters were hand-painted. Those, those four oh, pr- yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I
2: uh actually uh Luke Cruiser from the Bad Motivators pointed it out to me, those were painted and I cuz when I looked at them I thought, wow, those are interesting Star Wars posters. And then when you zoom in on them, you can totally tell they're painted and I think that is a fantastic move on Disney's part.
3: I'm yeah, they're
2: beautiful. I I'm one of I'm a I'm a Drew Struzan fan. I I'm not a fan of the photoshopped heads, floating heads and stuff like that. I, I love that they're actually, actually
1: drawing. So I think, it's, I think they're beautiful. On that with, you know, how nice the posters are, my least favorite, and I'll be interested to know if these, if, like, it's weird, like, Aaron didn't like that last line. I thought it was great. I'm interested to know if this at all was, but my least favorite part of the teaser was the moving solo letters. I just thought it was... Huh. Just the solid yeah. just the show the the font. Keep it classy, you guys. I've seen three D graphics before. <laughs> I'm done I, with I, it. I fe- what am I, I, feel am I like watching though- this trailer on Netscape? No. <laughs> I, I feel like though
2: they're trying to make up for the Rogue One title. I feel like like we gotta do something, because that Rogue One title was just bleh. so I feel like they're trying right. to make up for it now.
1: Yeah, I didn't know if they really, made up for it in the right way. Just show me the logo. Stop spinning. <laughs> it just looks like 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 a YouTube video, like someone that's made their YouTube channel and they're like, "I'm going to get some sick graphics going." And it looks, you know, admittedly quite professional for a YouTube channel, but you know, for a potentially billion-dollar movie, it's like, show me the logo, bro. Come on, keep it quiet. <laughs> right. That's just me. That's, it, that's my it little... Didn't, it didn't feel like Star Wars. No, no. I, and, and I do get stuck in that OCD thing of like, they've never done it before, so they should never do it again. So, um... <laughs> right. Yeah. But, um, what, what was your favorite shot, Aaron?
2: Oh, man, I think my favorite shot was just that, that cheesy, grin Lando shot of him. It looks... I want to... What I wanna say is that it's him sitting at a sabbat table. Like I I, maybe it's him on the Falcon something, but that shot where he's got his hand up and he's just got a smile on his face. Like I was just like, That's Lando, man.
1: That was my favorite shot.
3: (laughs)
2: Typical Lando.
1: My one was and I like this was a shot I'd envisaged because of like the the potential sort of western theme of the movie Mm -hmm. was the reaching down opposite a villain in, like, a, a showdown, reaching for his blaster. Right. Like, cowboy style. Yeah. very
2: Sergio Leone. Very Sergio Leone.
3: Very dope. cool. Very dope dope
2: shot. shot. Dope shot. What about
1: you, Raj?
2: I there's, there's a couple. My favorite
3: shot is the Falcon just doing that little spin and knocking that TIE fighter with its pretty much its back end and doing a 360. I love that. And I love the traditional Lando flip of the two fingers with his droid. Um, Harkens back to the the Jedi a little flips that he does with his, hand, Absolutely. with his hand. Absolutely. Yeah, that was very cool. Very cool. I, I'll tell you what my least favorite shot was, and I'm probably going to get some, some uh, grief for this. I thought that the, the motor, like the racing parts, felt very rebels to me, especially the, the uh, stormtrooper flying around. It just it, it looked a little weird. I liked how it looked, but when the crash actually happened, the stormtrooper kind of flipping up and down, it instantly reminded me of Rebels, which is not a horrible thing. I just uh, – it, it just exactly went to there. My head went to there.
1: Well, that, is a, so that's a very loaded, that is a very loaded observation because for some people, it's like <laughs> it's a and The other people are like going, yeah, just like Rebels. That's I know. That's what,
3: exactly. Sal exactly. was excited. Yeah, Sal yeah, Sal probably saw that and went, Hell yeah. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> Sal sees everything and says, Hell yeah. It's always <laughs> sunny. It's always <laughs> sunny in Philadelphia. That's what uh it is. his sitcom would be called. Aaron, um I'll put you back on hold. Thanks so much for calling in, man.
2: Thank you guys. It was good talking to both nice. of you. Have a good night, guys. Yeah,
3: nice talking to you, Aaron. You too.
1: Um Let's go to... I think we've got someone calling in from Australia, so we'll get them off hold. It's... um, I think it, their number would be 04397. If that is you, who are you and where are you calling from? Hello? Yes, that would be you.
4: <laughs> Still a yeah. yeah, that's us. Hey, it's King Tom. I am not in Australia.
1: <laughs> oh, King Tom. Sorry, dude. I,
4: yes, okay. I'm doing what i, I, was,
1: I do have now. No, King Tom, I'm always right yeah. in my Star Wars reporting. You are currently in Australia. You just don't know it. Um, oh. There's no answer to this. Just accept it. Okay, okay. okay.
3: you You um, even I, got an Australian accent right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Good, good day, mate.
4: Now Steele's gonna block me forever. Oh my god! That was awful, King
1: Tom. Hey, hey, Uh, hey, blame Arash.
4: He encouraged it. Arash encouraged it.
1: King Tom, Um, where are you? Where are you in my poll? Are you? Um, I am the very. Higher, higher. I
4: I was high already, and I am even higher now. And I wanted to announce. Um, this spring I'm going to be investing in a line of uh, men's fur coats. If you guys want to get in on the ground floor in this exciting opportunity, I think, you know, we're going to revive the thing from uh, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, was it 20 years ago now? You know, Alden, Alden and Donald are bringing the look back.
1: Hell yes. Yeah. Hell sure. yes. Um, I have to, um, I will mark myself down to, so, just for the record. I am higher. I came uh, okay. out of that higher. And yeah. Uh, so, what, what was your favorite shot, my man?
4: Arash uh, kind of said it, but the little Lando and the droid giving the salute, and then the jump in the hyperspace. Right after that, uh, that just—I I, know—I I, I, kind of feel bad for Alden right? uh but you know, it's because people—people people have been positive about him for the most part. But everyone has been all about Donald Glover and Lando, and I, I'm, I'm totally on board that train. You know, that little weird train they had in the first trailer, which, by the way, I liked that the second trailer just wasn't all of the material from the first trailer, plus some I new hear that, buddy. stuff. I hear that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I liked how they were two separate things, but I, I am fully on board with Donald Glover as Lando, and I'm very interested. Like, I wish we could have heard him speak. You know, his, his smile and his... his Glances are more than enough, but at the same
3: time, I want to see him I want to see him speak yeah, that would have been great you know he was going to come out of this thing golden either way, and for him to come out and social media go crazy about him during these trailers mm-hmm. is, it's just even even crazier how how much he nailed it you know right right and
4: it 's just the look it's you know he hasn 't said anything it 's just the look, the little salute, the smile the Wearing the yeah. fur coat and then the other shot with the cape and the weird tied kerchief scarf.
3: Yeah, and, and I think Aaron's right. I think they're they're sitting down there gambling, they're doing their thing. Who knows? Maybe that's where Han wins the, the Falcon. Maybe mm-hmm. yeah. maybe interesting, maybe.
1: interesting yeah. interestingly enough, Lando's in the Falcon while Han's piloting it.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So, you know, I always sort of thought You know, this is just in my head, the head cannon, as they say in in the fandom, that (laughs) when as soon as Han sort of won the Falcon, that was kind of, they didn't hang out after that. Is is that sort of, yeah? did you guys have that in your head that it was like, that was sort of the final, like, nah, and that was like, they didn't, yeah, that was sort of it for them. Was that in your head or did you think that they were mates after that?
4: That's, that's what I thought, especially because um, Lando's line in Cloud City, you got a lot of guts coming here, after what you, especially after what you pulled.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right. And, maybe, and if something happens, and who knows if we'll see it in this, in this movie. Like I said before, I have a feeling if this the movie does well, which is going to do well, either we're going to get an, another sequel out of this or we're going to get a Lando spinoff because Donald Glover is going to be received so well. maybe we'll find out exactly what happened, you know, in the Mm -hmm. upcoming movies.
1: Yeah. I'm interested to know, it seems like there's three time periods in the film. Mm -hmm. And I'm interested to know how many of those time periods Lando is in. I would say definitely Mm -hmm. not the first time period. uh, Definitely the second. And yeah, I don't know about the third. Also, mm-hmm. this is something I haven't heard anyone talk about. What is the narrative structure of the film? Is it
3: exactly?
1: Is it chronological? Mm-hmm. Is it flashing back and forward? Like, what? What is that editorial choice? Like, we've had no hint of that.
4: No, no, that we should haven't.
1: Be, that should be because because Han seems
3: to understand Chewie really quickly. If, if this is happening all, all at once, if he finds Chewbacca, gets whatever the life debt is, whatever they're going to go with, and then all of a sudden, he understands Chewbacca's dialogue when he's talking to um, Woody Harrelson's character, which is mm-hmm. uh, Beckett. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's a good point, Steele. Who knows if they're going to go flashbacks yeah. or, or what?
1: i tell they, you bacon? another thing that I've always wanted to hear in a Star Wars film as a line. Which we got today, and that was, I'm getting a crew together.
4: Yeah, right. Yeah, Put together
3: the
4: o- a crew. Eleven. Oh, <laughs> I think
1: that I, I love Oceans Eleven. Oceans Twelve was it's just such a betrayal with that Julia <laughs> Roberts playing Julia Roberts business. But um, thirteen <laughs> bounce back. But yeah, I've always wanted, and I think. I'm not sure, again, another thing that maybe I assume that other people didn't, but I always thought Rogue One was going to be that Ocean's Eleven, you know, sort of, um, you know, plot with all intricate, you know, parts of the plan, where in the actual film, their, their plan was quite ham-fisted and just, mm-hmm. let's just see what happens. Do you think it could have been somebody
4: misinterpreting? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, do you, think it could have, do you think it could have been somebody misinterpreting, you know, way back when? Because I, I remember hearing those spoilers too, but what was it, like three years ago, somebody misinterpreting the upcoming stories and getting Rogue One and Han Solo
3: confused? Yeah, that's very possible. That's exactly mm-hmm.
1: right. Well, Charlie is in the chat room and he says that the thing I love about it, the Ocean's Eleven seems to be one of the complaints about this film. So, cool. that's interesting. The thing I actually wanted is... Um, yeah, right. That, mm-hmm. You know, that taste for you. I have, um, of course, these, these painted posters have inspired the the parody one. This is the best one I've seen. <laughs> it just came on my feed. And that is um, for Star Wars, uh, a Star Wars story solo, Lumpy from the Holiday Special. has oh. got his own uh, hand-painted <laughs> poster. Nice. <laughs> So um, I will give that a retweet now on my Twitter feed if people want to check that out live. (laughs) But that is is classy. That is a classy bit of photoshopping there. I'll be waiting for the Lobot one. Yes, of course, the Lobot. Lobot. Anything else? Uh, What was your least favorite part of it, Tom?
4: My least favorite part, I, I, I wasn't as on board with the music. I realize it's a temporary tra- trailer music, um, but it, it, and this was more last night. I just felt like I kind of wanted to hear more of the Han Solo theme and not so much the Star Wars theme, but I understood why they had to use the Star Wars theme.
3: Yeah, I've heard that a lot so far.
1: And I would have I
4: liked more exteriors of the Millennium Falcon.
1: Yeah, the uh, the Falcon. The changes in it really didn't get that, you know, that that clear um, shot for the mainstream to sort of gasp at. It was all quite crowded mm-hmm. in the um, the space octopus scene, yeah. one of the yeah. most shocking scenes yeah. in the history of Star Wars. That there are giant space calamari. Out there waiting to get <laughs> giant space deep fried, so I can have a giant space tasty deep fried battered treat.
4: Sounds oh, <laughs> yummy. Well, yeah, uh, pretty, thanks so
1: much uh, for Colin. Oh, sorry, Arash. Uh, what
3: were we gonna say, it? Oh. oh no, no, I was gonna say that was this pretty pretty surprising seeing the the octopus. Plus, I. I love the fact that the Falcon is pretty much going to be a character in the film. And it, it's such a, it's genius because if we're start, starting to feel lost in these new actors portrayals of our beloved characters, seeing the Falcon on screen brings us back. You know what I mean? Brings us back in mm-hmm. and gets us That's back to normality for, for a while. So uh, yeah, I love seeing the Falcon. I wish there was more of it, but uh, I think they know what they're doing with that. Kind of going to save as many, Falcon shots as possible. Uh,
1: thanks so much for calling in, King Tom. It is. Uh, thanks for having it's a pleasure me. Pleasure to talk Star Wars with you, my man. I'll I'll,
4: I'll get back to Australia now. I'm gonna check out that big rock in the middle.
1: Bonza, mate. <laughs> Liz, thank you, Tom. Put another up. smoke theory on the Barbie, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I should also point out while you're on YouTube checking out my solo teaser reaction and my immediate comments, part four of the Last Jedi one Month later at the Scum and Villainy Cantina in video form is up. So uh, cool. if you want to see all the facials, you, you were there, Raj. You got to see them all live. But um, for other I, people, I, I saw them, Yeah,
3: I saw them in 3D. It was fantastic. I could smell them. I saw Jason Ward glasses floating in my face.
1: Oh my god, Jason Ward in sunglasses. <laughs> what is happening? I I, those I, yeah, I I have now. They're so bad that I don't. They're, they're like the sand line in Attack of the Clones. It's so bad that I I don't want it to go away. Uh, <laughs> let's go over to the east coast and talk. Solo teaser with Patreon supporter Katie McCourt. How you doing, Katie? Hey, how are you? Hi, Katie. Nice. Was, um, I love these Monday
5: calls because I can do them. It's great.
1: Yeah, I have. Um, I was thinking about that whether you know people can get at me on in the Facebook group or on Twitter or wherever they want to or in the chat room um, and let me know if Monday's a bit easier to, uh, to remember and, and to get to, because I think it would be less strain on my week if I did it on a Monday, because, you know, sometimes you go on places on Friday nights, you guys, you know, Hollywood's <gasps> an exciting town with many entertainment opportunities. Katie, Katie, in my Twitter poll, ridiculously higher. Higher. The same or lower. Where are you with your solo hype after this teaser?
5: I'm lower.
1: Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
5: I was higher after the T V spot and then I saw the full trailer and I was just like well and I'm not wow. I don't wanna dismiss it because I haven't seen it. Um you know I'm And I just, all right, here's my problem. I wish it came out in December because I feel like everything I'm going to get from this movie, I'm going to get like 10 times more in Infinity War like three weeks earlier. Um, And I know that's like a really specific thing and that's just me and, you know, whatever, I just have to deal with it. But, um, I mean, like the bar is really low because it just has to beat Rogue One um, and Lando already makes it beat Rogue One um but yeah like Rogue One was everything I don't come to Star Wars movies for like it was pretty and the score was great and I love Krennic but other than that I didn't really care about anybody and the lack of character development killed me and I, I totally get why people like it um but my issue looking at this is like Han's big arc and I love his arc comes in like A New Hope went into Empire Strikes Back and I just don't know what they're going to do with him, um, if they can do anything with him, and maybe they'll do something cool with Lando's arc, or maybe they'll do something cool with Tessa, or, um, I'm sorry, Tessa Thompson, who I want to be Amelia Clark, and I still say it in my head, because I'm still bitter about it. Anyway, um, yeah, either with Amelia Clark's character or with um, Danny Newton's character. So again, I, I don't want to, like, judge on the teaser trailer, right? But I don't know. I just, I don't know, like... It's it's going to be fun, and that's great, but um, that's really all I can say for it, except, and I may be way, way, way off base, but the I know it's not a car, but whatever the thing he's driving, um, I don't know if that's supposed to be like an American Graffiti throwback, but that's what came into my head, But so if that was in any yeah. way supposed to be like a point out then that's cool but um, yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly like, uh, what came
3: in my head when I saw it
5: that's um, exactly cool, what yeah. I thought yeah I mean especially I have to rewatch it I haven't seen it in forever but um, uh, yeah so I, yeah I don't want to judge it off of the teaser but right now
1: it's slower it's <laughs> what was your favorite wow. bit
5: my favorite bit what um, did you
1: think of those titles they were pretty sweet the way they swirled around
5: i'm here for the titles um yeah i mean um again everything looks amazing i have no complaints on that front and i i don't uh, i guess i agree with the the shadow lando because i'm like all here for lando that's all i care about um unless i'm pleasantly surprised by you know amelia clark or something or fandy but um Yeah, I guess it was Lando. It needed way more Lando. Maybe that, you know, honestly, as soon as he says a line, I'll probably be, like, totally on board. (laughs) But since I don't have that yet, I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. How
4: do
5: you think Alden did? Okay, okay, but again, like, I just, it's going to be better than Rogue One. And that's really all I care about.
3: Well, I think the studio is hoping that it makes more money than Rogue One. If it does that, then they're going to be ecstatic about it. That's for sure.
5: Uh, I think it's absolutely going to make money. Like, oh, my God, all those people are like, it's going to bomb. It's like like saying a Marvel movie is going to bomb. Like if Ant-Man didn't bomb, Solo is not going to bomb. (laughs) Plus it's Ron Howard. It's not going to be a terrible film. I just... Yeah, I think that's a ridiculous argument because like bomb is such a harsh word. I think a lot of people don't because a lot of people will look at Star Wars statistics as benchmarks as like how well the movie did. I know that's what everybody did with Flash Jedi. And it's like, yeah, but those are like ridiculously over industry averages. So they're not obviously you can use them as benchmarks. But like at the end of the day, these films are making way over industry average, which is
3: the real benchmark.
5: so I don't. And if it
3: makes if it makes like seven hundred fifty million dollars, there'll be people out there that will say it bombed. It tanked. It was awful.
1: They didn't make any money. You know oh, I mean? know. And it's like, okay. uh,
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely um, with the interpretation of the last Jedi figures. There's been some very misguided use of the stats when I I posted this thing about a week ago and it's all the, the drop in sales between the original film in the trilogy and the middle film. So Star Wars, um, Empire, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones and the force awakens and the last Jedi. And they're all in the 30 to 34% drop. So Mm -hmm. there's a pattern. Do you know what I mean? Like regardless of what the, um, you know, the different, you know, inflation and all that sort of stuff, it's, they all suffer that, you know, about a 32% on average drop. So to say that the 30% difference is because of, you know, the quality of the film, like, you know, you you still might be able to, and, and you can say that you didn't like the film and this is what's wrong with it, but citing the box office, it's just, you're like misrepresenting what those numbers mean. Exactly. Yeah.
5: And not only that, like Jason Ward pointed this out, but, you know, he said something about how we saw like Force Awakens like a ton of times, but he probably won't see The Last Jedi as many times because it's not fun. It's my favorite. And I saw it way more times than I've seen the other one. But it's I didn't see it because it was fun. I saw it because it's just they touched on a lot of themes that I like to dig into. But I absolutely see where people who even love the movie will only see it like four or five times. or Maybe they saw you know, Force Awakens seven or eight times because it's just an easier movie to sit through. It's better paced. I mean, that plays into this stuff too. I wouldn't be surprised if Solo just made more money. You know, maybe if people liked Rogue One more, but like, this is just more fun. It's easier to say like, oh, I'm bored. Let's go to this, you know? So, yeah. yeah.
3: And there was a 30-year wait for Force Awakens where you had grandmothers going. You had people that normally don't even go to theaters go with their kids. And go with their, you know, their their siblings because it was like a phenomenon in the last year
1: have that aspect to it, you know. The 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 wait, the post Return of the Jedi storyline and you know the original uh, trio coming back, it, it was a perfect storm. Hey, um yeah, exactly. I'm going to uh bring on Emily Lind in New York. How are you doing, Emily?
6: I'm good.
1: Hey, um, Hi, I just have to I just have okay. to run downstairs. So, Araj, uh, you get Emily's uh, survey and highs and lows of the teaser, and I'll be back in two seconds. You got it. All right, are you doing, Emily?
6: I'm good. Okay, but first of all, Araj, you owe me a terrible joke.
3: Uh, oh, a terrible, like a dad joke.
6: Yeah, you owe me a dad joke. You promised.
3: Uh, I did, I did. If people don't know out there, I am the king of really bad dad jokes. So I will, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a dad joke. Um, okay, so Luke I'll, I'll do a Star Wars themed dad joke since I'm on Steel Wars here, uh, the Colin show. So Luke Skywalker, um, I was watching, well, I was watching Empire Strikes Back, and my, my wife, Lorena, was like, hey, uh, why is Han cutting the Tauntaun to put uh, Luke in there? This is such a bad joke. I'm so sorry. You, you caught me off guard. I had, I, had a, I had a great one, Emily. Now you caught me off guard. And then I said, well, it's to keep him lukewarm.
6: Wow. Is that, that really was, bad? Okay. That's pretty bad.
3: Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, apologize. I apologize to everybody listening. Emily, you caught me off guard. I didn't think you were coming on so quickly. I had a good one, and now I totally lost. So I apologize.
6: Okay. Well, you say, we can save say that
3: one for another day. Yeah. So, what, Emily? What would you think about this thing? Did it was it expectations better higher, lower? How did? What did it do on your scale?
6: Um, I would say after the Super Bowl teaser, my expectations were way higher. And then they came down a little after the after the TV spot on really? for America.
3: Just like Katie. Just like Katie. Okay. Well,
6: well, that, why, well why is I mean, that? Well, that Super Bowl trailer is totally my aesthetic. Like it has that sort of blade runner cyberpunk sort of look to it. Mm-hmm. And and that's just like that's what I gravitate towards in sci-fi. Um, and in the TV trailer, like the one that, like the actual, like longer one, is a little bit more, like a little bit more goofy. Okay. Which it in, was, it's um, not necessarily a bad thing because it should be like a fun, adventurous movie. But right. There's just the, no such a difference between those two spots. The the
1: gotcha. first one. For, for a film that was meant to be, um, you know, the most lighthearted Star Wars film, it was such a brooding introduction. It was so Blade Runner-y and like that, yeah, sci-fi noir sort of looking thing. It was, the second one was totally, well, that, that was the, the second one was what I expected the sort of tone to come out in. I thought the, the Super Bowl one was quite strange. For, for, you know, when you compare the two. You'd think it'd be opposite, actually.
3: They would have showed that one first, what we saw today.
1: Yeah, kind of. Because yeah. people like happy stuff. Hey, uh, Emily, I, I missed it, but what was your, um, your Twitter poll rating?
6: Um, it, it's higher than, it, than my excitement was, but my excitement coming before the trailer was at zero.
1: No, no, we're not we're not judging total excitement. I am just <laughs> here to gauge what the trailer did. What which its its job is to to raise it no matter how high you started or how low you started. So kudos to the trailer oh for getting Emily two, out of with that zero two trailers, status.
6: But the two trailers combined, it's it's higher.
1: Good. Great. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Katie, thanks so much for calling in, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Katie. And Emily, where can the good people of the internet hear you break down the solo teaser with a casino employee from San Diego?
6: Um, that is the Canto Fight Dispatch, and we're actually recording tomorrow night. And you can find us on, you know, iTunes and SoundCloud and all those good places.
1: Any bad places?
6: I probably all of those are also bad places. Okay, all
3: right. I can tell you a bad. I can tell you a bad place. they were on, on Twitter. On...
6: Twitter's a pretty bad place.
3: They True. were on the Sith list this last episode. That's for sure. <laughs> bad... Oh yeah, we Ooh. were just on the
6: Sith
3: list. Double plug. That's <laughs> what I plug. thought you were going to say, Emily. <laughs>
6: you just heard of me. normally like the normally the mean thing
1: is the first thing i think of but Man, right, just enough, of this,
6: myself.
1: Um, enough of this cyberbullying. i'll talk to you later emily all right <laughs> bye emily all righty so uh we have got a bunch of people on hold and uh i think maybe we'll take uh, one or two calls before we hit the uh patreon bonus section but we will get to everyone who is calling in live and if you're listening live stay tuned go chat in the chat room and enjoy you can call in on 646-668-8360 and if you are skyping in for overseas just add a little plus one set it to america this the server is in america so let's go to 403 who are you and where you calling from
6: hey steel
7: um, it's Emma. I'm calling from Edmonton, Canada.
1: Emma, how you doing? You're in the chat room right now, yeah? Yes I am. What's what's the what's the buzz in the chat room? What are, what are the what are the kids talking about?
7: <laughs> um, hot cakes, it looks like. <laughs> um I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. Hot cakes. Alrighty. Oh, capes, capes, we're talking about capes. I want to talk about capes.
1: Okay. Okay. Capes, capes, and hot takes. Um, on my yes. Twitter poll, where are you ranking? Ridiculously higher, higher, same, or lower? I would say I'm
7: higher. I wouldn't say I'm significantly higher because I don't feel like it, like I like this is a film that I need to see. Like I need this in my life right away. But I'm re- definitely more excited for it now than I was on Saturday.
1: Cool. Well, that's yeah. a nice job. What was your um? What was your favorite part?
7: Um, well, I love seeing Mandy Newton because um, she has this huge blaster in her hand, and I just—I was so—I so, was so nervous about how she was going to show up in the movie, and it looks like she's going to be totally awesome. Um, but I also love that shot of um, Kira coming down the ramp or something like that, and she's got this huge full cape, and I think Mendo has a. Uh, has a good competitor when it comes to best capes in star wars how now i mean
1: <laughs> i'm on my show file the reputation of my countryman Dad beautiful it. cape how <laughs> dare you emma it's ah. a
5: good cape man i
7: don't know
3: <laughs> it is a legitimate cape it's, it is beautiful
7: like as soon as I saw that, I was like, "I want that." That is like the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen in my life, and I just it. It props to the costume department because all of the costumes in this, in these trailers, look absolutely phenomenal.
3: Yeah, they, well, they they sure do up. They're, they're, setting up, they're setting up cosplayers for a long time with these amazing things, amazing costumes. I love it. Yes, yeah. see- I mean. See- ball.
7: Cape fever. I mean, Lando's got a fur cape. Like, holy crow, that is just I'm I'm just so impressed. Like everything I've seen from the costumes is just everybody looks amazing. Even Han's like gross, dirty white and black thing just looks ridiculously amazing and I'm so excited to see (laughs) not only what fans are going to do but like how that's going to show up in other merchandising as well because like I really want to get my hands on a lot of this stuff
3: I think Woody Harrelson needed
1: a cape
7: he did everybody needs a (laughs) cape in this movie
1: everybody needs a cape Chewie, cape cape. Millennium Falcon, cape cape, Cape. (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is what I would like you know, there is, there is, of course, talk and speculation that we will see Jabba the Hutt, Kate, Ooh. a Kate Jabba <laughs> the Hutt, Salacious Crumb next to him, Kate, Bid Fortuna, not in the movie because he's the worst character ever in Star Wars. What a great film this solo is going to be.
7: Yeah, I'm into it totally.
1: And if we um, get Boba and- Fett, he already has a little mini cape, right? He does have a little poncho-y cape deal. Oh, like, yeah, he's got that concept poncho as well. Um, anything make you nervous, um, Emma? Um, uh, no,
7: not really. Like everything looks really promising, which I know is such a boring thing to say. I mean, I'm, I think I'm just gonna be nervous about Alden's Han just until I've seen the entire thing, because um, he's got such big shoes to fill. Um I liked what I was seeing so far though. I think he's going to bring his own thing to Han and it's he still feels like Han to me. He's not doing Harrison Ford, but he is playing Han and I think he's going to do a really good job with it. Um but I'm still nervous about him. So that would kind of be my biggest thing is I don't I don't know how it's all going to come together when it's revolving around Han.
1: So yeah. Well, I definitely think when it comes to if it's going to beat Rogue One, like all up to the people buying Han. If they buy in to accepting him as the young Han Solo, then you're beating Rogue One. Because I think it's going to be, and and this is from the people that have, um, you know, are privy to the, the script, that it's like it was a fun story. And yeah, you know, and that second teaser or the full length, I love, I love the oxymoron of the full length teaser, it's just it, it makes no sense, but um, <laughs> exactly, yeah, that it, it had that, that fun all over it as well. So if they buy, if yeah, they buy, um, Aiden, it's uh, it's going to be a real hit, if not, it, it might not um, make that Rogue One coin.
3: Did you, guys yeah, think, did, did you guys think that Alden was, and we don't see a lot of him, but he, was just, he wasn't doing a straight impression and an imitation of Han, but it was his version of Han, which I think is going to help him tremendously if he does it that way and he doesn't try to imitate Harrison Ford or, you know sound and his facial expressions. It, it seemed to me that he was just doing his take of what Han would be. What, what did you guys think yes. about that?
7: I right. I completely agree with that. I think, and I think i have seen a, a few things where like he shares a few things with Harrison Ford, but he's kind of doing his own take on it. I think just like that kind of smug smirk when he thinks he's got them out of a tight spot, but he hasn't actually. Yeah. Um, is something very close to what Harrison would do, but he's kind of doing it in his own way. And I think I've, I've got I've got a lot of hope for him. I think I would say. Yeah,
1: so do I. So do I. Me too. I'm pro. I'm pro. I think he. Um. I, I like what I've seen so far. I like what I've seen so far. Um. Any. Any parting thoughts, Emma? Um. No. <laughs> <laughs> um,
7: I. I <laughs> sorry, you just put me on the spot there, and I just completely blanked. But I think. I think if people are totally willing to give this film a shot, I think. Um. The, they really have a lot of faith in the story, and I'm. I'm super excited to see what this story is going to be and how it's going to shape how we view um, the original trilogy and I think even the sequel trilogy in the future. And I'm so excited for this, um, this extra chapter in the Star Wars story, I would say.
1: <laughs> it is a Star Wars story. Um, Thank you so much for calling in. I, uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, I'll talk to you on the next show.
7: Thank you, Steele. Thanks so much for having me.
1: My pleasure. Okay, let's get to uh, one more call and then we'll go into bonus time for the Patreon listeners. And uh, if you want to support the podcast and get tons of bonus content, including the after show where we normally go another half to one hour after the show ends, uh, the Making Steel Wars show with Jason Ward, the Robbo Report, and um, some bonus videos which got put up today. It's just $3 a month and uh, you get all ad free content and it keeps the little podcast going, you guys. And that's probably a good thing if you like listening to it. Um, But we'll go to one more call. If you're listening live, it will keep going. And if you are on hold, we will definitely get to your call. But for now we will go to 818. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hey guys, what's up? It's Simon. Hey,
8: uh, hi, Simon. Simon, you know what I Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 8.8. Eight. That's like the San Fernando Valley seal. I don't know if you've been there yet, but anyway, so I, solo. I
1: think I have.
8: We're here for you, Simon. That is, that Simon,
1: does the own, Simon does uh, all the, the recent photos from the Scum and Villainy live show. Um, all the photos Simon took. So thanks for that, mate. Uh, where are you on my Twitter poll? Ridiculously high, Higher, same, or lower? Celebrating my 40th birthday this May watching
8: Solo and being super excited about it. What about that? Does that sound good to you?
1: <laughs> sounds great. Oh, that sounds pretty so, good. What I'm doing my 40th? is a scientific study if this made you more excited or not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, beyond excited. So, so I, ridiculously higher.
8: Ridiculously higher, yes, deal. So, I was actually thinking about this. Higher. Higher. Yes, right. so thinking right. about this. Do you guys remember X Men First Class when it came out in movie theaters? Yes. Yeah. Yes.
6: I, I do. Remember back.
8: how there was, there was no press about it and every everybody thought it was going to tank? It right. kind of makes me think about what Disney Lucasfilm is doing with this getting everyone amped up at like the last minute for it with solo kind of like we have our final product now we're really happy with it and here's what we got and not just release really something back in December or November but just here's our final polish product and we're
1: very proud of it. I, I would say that the main motivator for not starting the promotion was just that they had another film that they wanted to spend money on. Um, with The Last Jedi. I, I, I think definitely if they didn't have that film coming out, they, they would have had stuff over Christmas. But they, in my mind, didn't want to confuse, you know, the market and, you know, like all this talk now that we're doing and, and social media is doing and, like, you know, like media website is doing, if that was in December, it just would have all gotten lost. All that free publicity would have gotten lost in The Last Jedi hype. So, um, you know, waiting for the dust to settle, I think, was a better motivation than, admittedly, um, you know, a pretty good example of X-Men First Class, which absolutely ruled, and like Solo, was a retro film. So, uh, Mm -hmm. what was your favorite part, Simon?
8: I know King Tom mentioned it, but the pointing of the fingers with Lando, it just, and the music, how the way that was put together, the editing, I was like, yep, I'm on board with this going to be a fun summer movie, lighter than the past two Star Wars movies we got, because let's realize, Last Jedi was some deep thinking that we had to do, and Rogue One wasn't a fun day at the beach, so I think it's going to be fun. It's gonna... I'm sorry?
3: No, I was going to say, I literally, know, I, it I, wasn't I... a
1: fun day at the beach.
8: <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. very interesting uh,
1: turn of phrase there. <laughs>
8: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's gonna be fun. I'm I'm beyond excited, like highly excited about it. And I'm I would have never imagine as a kid have a Han Solo origin story movie coming out. So I trust Ron Howard. I like the Lego guys. You know, now it's Ron Howard's film. It
3: definitely felt like a Ron Howard trailer. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, and one, you know what it, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, it, yeah, it looks gorgeous. It, it was action-packed. It, it wasn't too quirky. It, it looked like Ron Howard has influenced, at least the trailer and the teaser, whatever, um, to his style.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I didn't mind that last line. line. Sorry, Phil? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm pro the last line as well. I, I'm particularly taken with this um, set that's by the ocean with the, the pointy sort of temple things coming out of the ground with, with Beckett yeah. and Han Solo. There's something, I don't know, just that the crisp face and water thing. It's, um, I don't know, it, it's visually appealing. What about this? I'm not sure if you guys, maybe the uh, chat room can help me out. This, um, this droid that they've got um, chasing the red cape, does that remind you, was there a droid in the Lando adventures, like the, the early, early, like 80s EU Lando books, a droid kind of like that, that he, he drove around the Millennium Falcon?
3: Oh, I wow. That's right. I didn't even think about that.
1: There's a droid that had another
8: droid inside of him. and I can't remember his name right now. Oh, yeah. A Molo droid would be great if that was in the movie, and that was a surprise.
1: That would be a nice little nod, a nice little nod. Um, anything make you nervous about it, Simon? How much money I'm
8: going to spend on figures?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, there are, some, um, there are some leaked toy images floating around that um, I, I believe are on the internet somewhere. So yeah. um, you, can start, you can start budgeting. But um, thanks so much for calling in, buddy. No problem, guys. And we'll talk, talk to you anytime. later.
4: All All right. cool, Bye.
1: Cool, cool. And um, while I think about it, we're we're just waiting for confirmation for um, another date or two at the Scum and Villainy. So stay tuned if you're in that, that LA area and you want to hang with podcast royalty, like a Raj and the <laughs> Sun right. one. Jason Ward. Um, we are going to wrap up the on-demand iTunes feed show. Uh, if you're listening live, stay with us. We're going to take a bunch more calls. And uh, if you want to hear those calls, just join us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. your podcast, The Sick List, is a part of the Making Star Wars podcast network, but it is a little bit different to all the other shows on the network. Tell us why.
3: Yeah, we so we are kind of like your week in geek podcast. We do obviously we talk a lot of Star Wars. We have a friend of the Civil of Wars show, uh, Eric Struthers, is on our show. He is one of the hosts, and we do Star Wars, but we also dive into Marvel, DC, Walking Dead. We do Stranger Things, kind of like a potpourri of geekdom uh, that is mm-hmm. surrounded by by Star Wars. So yeah, we do all kinds of different stuff. Box office, you know. So that is that is, uh, that is uh, our shtick, and uh, we uh, yeah we're on iTunes, Google Play, wherever podcasts are played, and we are proud members of the Making Star Wars Network, which is uh, which is great. We're kind of like brethren now, still.
1: We are brethren. We have um, we are blood brothers. We we all get together, you guys. This is some behind the scenes um, info about the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. And to get initiated, you tie your headphones around all the other members' headphones, and they get in a big knock. <laughs> and then it is your job as an initiation to untangle them and hand back the headphones to each individual member. And Arraj passed that test, and it was a very proud day for all of us. So congratulations, Arraj. Um, yeah, thank you. I, you that, was it, a, buddy. that was an amazing moment. And um, yeah, it. So if you want to hear um, you know, similar coverage to what we do here on Steel Wars for other franchises, and um, here a bunch of familiar uh, voices. We um, have a lot of uh, shared guests, and I've been on there as well. Go check out the fifth list in Steel Wars News. We have our uh, podcast up with Jordan D. White from Marvel Comics, where I get to air some grievances of my um, experiences with Marvel Comics, and also get into a really fun. Star Wars chat, Jordan is an absolute champ. And uh, check out the YouTube, which is um, uploading hot. We will have uh, video segments from that last Jedi 30 days later at Scum and Villainy up, going up all through the week. And check out my little solo reaction. It will it might make you happy. It might make you happy. Um, and Arash, how can people follow you thought, on... I'll say again, sorry? I said I saw that today, by the way, still.
3: You have wonderful kneecaps. I just wanted to say that (laughs) beautiful, beautiful kneecaps and beautiful shins.
1: Hey man, come, come for the teaser. Stay for the uh, alluring kneecaps. Thank you, Raj. (laughs) You're making me blush on air. Um, (laughs) How can people follow you on Twitter or or what's your Twitter address? I'm sure people know how they could. Yeah,
3: it's at, (laughs) it's at the Sith list. And uh, yeah, you can just uh, follow me at the Sith list. And like I said before, you can find us on all the different podcast platforms, We are all over them.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, Stay tuned for tomorrow on the show. We'll have a full-length interview with The Suck Ward, a, a very unique Star Wars personality that makes custom art figures in New York City. And it is a very interesting chat. If you want to get away from all the trailer and Last Jedi talk, this is a fascinating story through um star wars history with the suck Ward. so there's some good sizzle check that out uh first up in the patreon bonus show we will have Brittany, our san diego casino consultant so let's go and may that force be with you All right, we are in the bonus section exclusively for our live listeners and Patreon supporters, and we have got Brittany Brown on the line. Where are you ranking in my solo Twitter quiz? Oh,
3: I'm really sorry to disappoint you guys right now. <laughs> Brittany, your voice has changed dramatically. Oh, oh my I god. Feel really bad right now. Uh oh. <laughs>
1: Is this Rusty? It is. Are you calling rusty. in on your sister's phone? Uh, no, no, this is my phone. Okay, well. <laughs> Where do what's you up, rank? Rusty? Where do you rank in this uh, Twitter poll? Oh my god. Well, man, it's definitely higher than I anticipated it's going to be, but I'm really looking forward to see what's coming next. Is it ridiculously higher or just higher? It's. I want to say it's ridiculously higher. I'm going to get out of the civilly slope here and go ridiculously higher. Okay. All right. Well, I will. I'm keeping score of these, and I will give out the total at the end of the show. Uh, What was your highlight in the
0: teaser? Hey you guys, if you've stuck along with the episode for this long, then we're obviously doing something right. So tell the world by going onto iTunes and leaving us a sweet five-star review. It bumps us up the rankings, vouches to other potential listeners that we're doing good stuff, and also makes your host feel warm inside. If you have a couple of seconds to spare to post one up, I'd really appreciate it.